Welcome to the Birth Lounge Podcast, an empowering space for expecting and new parents to hear candid conversations with experts, support your mental health, and learn the tips and tricks that thousands of parents have used to craft their ideal birth. We will answer all of your questions, the scary ones and the weird ones, to help calm your fears and feel confident going into your birth. I'm going to help you redefine what birth and motherhood looks like and how to embrace your journey. I've intentionally crafted an amazing list of experts to help you navigate pregnancy, explore your birth options, and plan for postpartum so it can be a time of soaking in your tiny human. We're going to go there on all the hard topics so that you can dive into finding your confidence and freeing yourself from fears around childbirth. With almost 10 years of experience in family education and a master's degree in human development and family studies, I created this podcast as a way to share information so parents can make educated and informed decisions about their care during pregnancy and childbirth. This is a birth community driven by evidence-based information and research in hopes to help you explore your options, understand your rights, and know what choices you have along the way. I'm your host, Hee Hee. Now let's get to the good stuff. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Birth Lounge podcast. How are you today? It's a Tuesday, so we're at the beginning of the week. Mondays are behind us. Those are usually hard days for some folks. I actually kind of like Mondays. They're the start of a new week a clean slate. I have a big to-do list that I feel like I can conquer. Mondays are kind of my favorite days, but I totally, totally resonate with it not being for some folks. All right, today's episode I think is super, super, super timely. I had no idea when we recorded this episode that we were going to be in the midst of a pandemic when it aired. However, like life always does, like the energy always seems to do. The stars have aligned. In today's episode, we are talking about cloth diapering, and I think this is something that is on more folks' minds than ever before because of the pandemic. Whether it be a diaper shortage or you wanting to reduce your foot, your carbon footprint, or you just not knowing what the future looks like because of the coronavirus, maybe cloth diapering is on your mind. I'm diving into cloth diapering with Bailey Bowman, and she is the host of the Cloth Diaper podcast, a show dedicated to everything cloth diapering. She's also writing a book that's coming out later this year. From her early days as a blogger, she branched out to share and connect with the cloth diaper community. This is a space to talk about the hard things, to talk about the business side of things, and to share stories about cloth diapering for parents. Now, Bailey is a mama herself, and she is located in Canada. So some of the things that you hear might be specific to Canada, um, but a lot of it's going to be super duper duper useful we are talking about sizes we are talking about the different kinds how to know how to diaper your uh, newborn how to know how to diaper your child as they grow how to know what is best for you and your family if cloth diapering is a good fit for you to begin with all right without further ado i'm really really excited for today's episode so bailey welcome to the show 
Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here for everybody. I am excited to share you with our people. Before we get too much into uh, the cloth diapering talk, can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? I always hate these questions because how do you talk about yourself? I'm a mom of two, which, but before I was a mom of two, I wasn't, I was just, I I, um, I graduated from the university with a bachelor's of arts and environmental studies. So my passion was to create environmental communities and figure out how we can create communities that are going to be better for the earth. And motherhood has landed me into this, into cloth diapering. Uh, and we all know, I never knew before becoming a mom, how community based the mom space was. And so it's about, yeah, finding out how we can build that and grow that. Yes, building your village. I love it. Yeah, Your village is huge. It's a crucial part um, to motherhood, but just as easy as those communities are amazing, they can be really nasty too. So it's really <laughs> <That's> important. <true. laughs> it's important to align yourself with, uh, with moms who believe the same things as you do. And I think a lot of our listeners are going to resonate with your message of taking care of our earth. And if you just take a peek at Bailey's Instagram, you will see that she is about giving back to the earth. And she talks about fearing for our earth and that if we don't take care of our earth, she won't be here for ages and ages. No, I know, right? And it's, it's not about being perfect. It's about taking small changes, right? Like we're, you're never going to achieve perfect sustainability. We're all going to have hiccups along the way, right? And just forgiving ourselves and forgiving others for making those mistakes. Can't be, don't expect that perfection. I think, you know, perfection is a lot of it's kind of unreasonable in a lot of places in life, even though that's where we strive. For me, it's, you, you mentioned making small steps, but for me, it's all about just trying. Like, are you actually showing up and you're trying? Yeah. That's all I can really ask for you. So mm-hmm. let's go, let's just dive in. Why did you choose cloth diapers? And our listeners, you can't see Bailey right now, but behind her, (laughs) hundreds of cloth diapers behind her in what looks like her home. So Bailey, how did you come to be in this cloth diaper world? I, I never thought about doing it any other way. Right. So like to me, this was just what I was going to do. My mom cloth diapered me, my mom cloth diapered my sister, she didn't cloth diaper my brother, but like that kind of conversation had always been in our life that when it came down to diapering, I didn't really think about one way or the other. So it was just what I naturally expected to come out of my course of motherhood. And I knew as an environmental studies student that that was something that was passionate and important to me. And then I had been unemployed for a year, so I thought, oh, I'll do it for cheap. Uh, But that didn't really pan out. So here we are three years later, a little bit of a collector, definitely. And um, I would say now I begin to see and turn my cloth diapering experience to be about the environment and that I choose cloth diapers that are going to have a better environmental impact and have a better story attached to them. Because like everything in life, there are all sorts of things, even disposable diapers, right? There's good and not so good and same with cloth diapering and I try to now purchase and use cloth diapers that have a better environmental legacy I guess attached to them so it kind of started off being just the way it was just the way and then it's now kind of pursued into a I'm doing this because 
I'm really concerned about the earth and about my impact on the earth. Yes. Absolutely. We have to take care of Mother Earth and we just yeah. are doing the most awesome job at that. But hopefully we can get better at yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Baby steps. Bailey, you just mentioned a collector. Is this a special population of people yes. that are diaper, collect diaper collectors that we should know about? I think so. I think there's a small portion of people, especially like Instagram moms in the cloth diaper space, who are more collectors of cloth diapers than uh, anything else. Like everything. I mean, yeah, I think collector is a better term. Because I'm never going to sell this stash that you're seeing behind me, because this is just like my little bit of a, well, no, I don't know. I'm a social media person. So it's like about showing and, oh. I love it. That is so fun. So one of the things <laughs> I absolutely love about uh, cloth diapers is that a cloth diaper can be an outfit all on its own because some of them are so stinking cute. You right. can just slap a cloth diaper on your babe and they look dressed because they are just delicious enough to eat. So yeah. you mentioned why you do cloth diapers and I imagine like myself, this was not everyone's road to discovering cloth diapers. So what about our listeners who are like, cool, Bailey, but my mom didn't call diaper and my expectation is I'll use disposable diapers. What do you say to those people? Why should they choose cloth diapers? What are the pros and what are the benefits to using cloth diapers? It's such a big question because everybody's going to cloth diaper for their own reason. And so I think you have to pause, hit the pause button and figure out why you want a cloth diaper. And there are so many reasons to cloth diaper. There's the, the earth. There can be a concern about what you're putting into the landfills or what you're manufacturing. And there can be budgetary concerns and there can be health concerns. A lot of people turn to cloth diapering because their child has bad reactions to disposable diapers or because they're concerned about the chemicals um, that their child is. So there's, you have to figure out which one of those three, and I think the fourth reason is probably the cuteness factor, um, really resonates with you. And that can help kind of encourage your journey because which reason you pick to cloth diaper, whether it's the environment, whether it's health, whether it's cuteness, whether it's, what was my other one? I don't know, remember anymore. Budget really impacts how that journey looks. And so that's really a personal decision. And uh, I can only kind of help guide you to figuring out what's important to you. And I think everybody who's listening will kind of know in their heart right now what their reason to cloth diaper would be. Absolutely. I think it's either um, it's really attractive to some people or it is really off-putting to some people. Yeah. If you are either If you're on either of those sides of the spectrum, I think that you should trust your gut and not force it. So the worst thing I can say is to like put your child in a cloth diaper because you feel obligated or because you feel like you should. Mm -hmm. It will make you resent changing your diaper. And that is a very special one-on-one -on -one time that happens between you and your child. Diaper changes is something that you can use to bond with your child. So don't try and force yourself into a circle or a square or a triangle when you think that you should use the disposable diapers and save our earth in some other way. So we talked about some advantages. Do you have to keep in 
investing as your baby grows. So if listeners, you've never seen cloth diapers, they have various snaps all kind of along the legs and the belly part of the diaper. And so I assume this is for as your baby grows, but Bailey, do you have to step up if, because you know, your, your child will be in diapers for let's say roughly three years. Sometimes we, we potty train earlier, but sometimes we can potty train later. Is the diapers that your baby wearing at newborn going to be the same that they wear at three? They can be. And like many things, there's options. And so you can get a one size cloth diaper that fits about eight to 35 pounds and different brands will fit differently. Some will fit really small and will only maybe take your child to 28 pounds and some will, but some like kids grow, like it's so funny. Like some kids will hit 40 pounds at two, right? And some will never hit 40 pounds. So theoretically, if you choose a one size diaper, you shouldn't need to, but there are ways people do choose size diapers in which you will need to invest different uh, size stashes, but that's all kind of boils down to a personal preference about it. And yeah, it could be an entire show on itself. Really. I am. Um, what if size diapers will work for you? I actually have a, I have, I'm on YouTube as well. And there's a video about whether or not size diapers would be a better choice for you over a one size option. Yeah. It's like mixed. It should. I don't know. Well, the answer would simply be uh, maybe. Cool. And we'll link that YouTube um, link for yeah, everybody so that they can check that YouTube video out. What about preemies? So we talk about eight-pound babies. What about babies that are not quite eight pounds? Do they have to start off in disposable and then eventually transition? So tiny babies some people do and that's just you oh what's the answer like tiny babies yeah you can cloth diaper a tiny baby you're not gonna be able to use a one-size stash you're gonna have to use newborn cloth diapers and that boils down into what's important to you if budget's important to you sometimes then that's not a route that you're gonna be able to take and there's a lot of great resources out there uh, the company Spray Pal, she cloth diapered a preemie in the hospital and she can really, she has some information on her website and stuff about that, but it's really going to be this topic about what's important to you at the end of the day. Is it important to you? Do you have the financial resources to cloth diaper a preemie and how's that going to look for you? It's, it really, yeah, personal choices. I love it. We're all about choices here at the TVH Tribe. So let's move to a little bit of advantages or disadvantages. So what are some common things that you hear people say, yeah, but, or I would use them, but, and how do you, how do you counter that with, well, here are some other awesome advantages. Hmm. So I think like the biggest reason people don't want a cloth diaper is poop. They're scared of poop. Um, that's probably because they're not a mom yet and they haven't experienced poop yet because there's a lot of poop in motherhood um and back uh show 23 of the cloth diaper podcast i chatted with a uh, cloth diaper store owner about poop for the entire episode and it's really not that challenging uh you just everybody's gonna deal with poop and it's about remembering to wash your hands at the end of the day and i don't that's just gonna be a, like we're all gonna be there uh, that's probably the biggest one that people get like a little bit upset about. And then the other one that I see increasingly in the cloth diaper community is people want a cloth diaper, but 
what about how my clothes fit? And I don't really know how to react to that one yet, just because I'm like, you just buy bigger clothes. But I don't have a really eloquent reaction to that one besides that there are ways that we can teach you and encourage you to get a cloth diaper to fit better and through a better fit yeah you can still wear the same clothes that you're worn before just know that girl legging pants suck for cloth diapers actually girl legging pants suck even if you're using disposable diapers because they just expect thick thighs to squeeze in there Somehow. I was just going to um, say that disposable diapers will still be very bulky as well. Um, I mean, to be honest, your child, you, you don't want super tight clothes on them all the time. You kind of want them to have a little bit of freedom with their body to like feel things. Um, mm -hmm. You also want their little bellies to be able to expand and, you know, go back down after they eat and when they're playing and they're rolling over, you do want their body to have that freedom. So also, why are you worried about how your child's clothes are fitting? I don't know. That's just I don't know. <laughs> uncut raw reaction to like I get the Instagram phase. Put your child in cute clothes for sure, but goodness gracious, you're trying to get a diaper on your kiddo people. Let's be real here. Let's be real. Yeah. So poop, that is an interesting one. I think um mm -hmm. a lot of people certainly that's my number one thing is what do you do with the poop? So let's talk about sanitary stuff. Are we expected mm -hmm. to just put three-year-old real human, not breast milk poop anymore into our washers and dryers? Um, do you dispose of that? How do we do this? So the simple would be if it's breastfed, you can go in the wash. So breastfed poop is water soluble. And then once it becomes more solid, you just put it in the toilet. And there's a lot of different ways you can deal with that. People use liners and then they uh, toss it in the garbage or they toss it in the toilet. Or I'm in the ploppable poop stage, which is gorgeous. So I just flip it out and done. There's nothing on the diaper. And then you put it in your washing machine and you wash it. So no, you don't wash any sort of solid poop. So once your child has had any solid, like, even formula is considered a solid in some sense because it changes the composition of poop, which glorious motherhood. Um, yeah, so then there will still always be a little bit of poop in your washing machine, just like there's a little bit of poop in your washing machine from underwear. Um, and it all depends about if you ask a germ expert on the CDC, they'll say, yeah, it's a concern. Uh, but I've never met a family who has struggled with E. coli. Like that's not a thing really. Most of us are washing our cloth diapers with hot water. And once hot water is above a hundred degrees Fahrenheit, it really does kill most of the bad germs and when in doubt, toss it out in the sun because the sun is amazing at killing any things. It's just as effective as bleach. Um, and we always recommend that you wash your washing machine monthly. So even if you don't cloth diaper, guys, don't forget to wash your washing machine because you are washing underwear in your washing machine, which is equally kind of gross sometimes if you think about it. And at the end of the day, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. That's the best way that you can prevent getting sick and passing things along more so than you should be concerned about a diaper, really. Absolutely. I love that. What about drying your diapers? Can you put cloth diapers in the dryer? I do. I put everything in the dryer. I'm not scared of the dryer. Our underwear, our pants go in the dryer and the elastics come out just fine. I don't put my PUL or TPU covers. So cloth diapering is about waterproof covers in the dryer just because uh, my heat vent has like a little nick on it and it ate some of mine. But for the most part, you should be able to put them in the dryer as long as your dryer is operational. Most people will find though that hang drying is a better choice for them because it, it 
the dryer is really expensive to operate. So I, I try to hang it. Yeah. And what about diarrhea? So when babes get sick, if it's not solid poop that you can, you know, toss into the toilet or the waste basket, should you rinse it off in the sink or the bathtub first? You should rinse it in the toilet because there's uh, different ways that your water separates, right? So depending on how your house is set up, you should still put it in the toilet because the toilet is black water and your sink and your tub is gray water. So then it will go to the right place or be treated the right way. Um, that really depends on your municipality. That was too much detail probably, but it should go in the toilet. And for me, I just put a diarrhea diaper in the toilet and I go do something and I come back and usually just that soak it all, I shake it out and it comes out, but there are fancy gizmos like sprayers and bidet sprayers that people can use to really clean out that diaper and personal preference really. Absolutely. I think everybody's going to have their own way that they mm. want to handle poop. <laughs> that's, that's usually something where people stand pretty solid on. Yes. So we, we mentioned a little bit earlier um, health concerns and that a lot of people switch due to health concerns slash chemicals slash reactions that their babies might have. Let's talk about the two things that I hear all the time, either my child got this from a, a diaper and or I'm wondering if we do cloth diapers, will it help? UTIs and diaper rash. Yeah, I saw UTIs on your question list and oh, I tried to do some, I tried to do some research this morning and honestly, guys, I don't, not really sure because in the cloth diaper community, I've seen both spectrums. I have seen pediatricians who have said, oh, I love that you're cloth diapering because it reduces UTIs. And I've seen pediatricians who say, oh, you're cloth diapering, that increases UTIs. So I think that there A, is not any research out there and B, a mixed opinion. So UTIs, mixed. I mean, I've never had one, but that's my personal experience. And so my personal experience doesn't apply to everybody. Um, so UTIs, mixed. Rashes, for the most part, you should never really have a rash problem unless your child sits in a poopy diaper for like five hours. Um, and that, that happens when you for, forget your child poops in the night. But um, if you have a solid wash routine and you're using textiles that your kid is comfortable with, rashes are not usually a problem. Um, I had a guest on the show the other day and she said like wet cotton would give her kid an angry rash every time. Some For some reason, that's what did it. And some people have pampers that give their kid a rash, right? Like you never know and each child is going to react differently to different textiles and different products. Uh, cloth diapering is not a magic rash solution. It's just another part of that crazy search for something that will work. Yes, I think you point out a very good point here is that cloth diapers are not the answer just because you're having problems with disposable diapers. Um, it actually could look like your child's diet. It could look like their gut health. It could look like the cream that you're putting mm -hmm. on their bum. It could look like your laundry detergent, the baby shampoo or soap that you're using. Guys, it, it doesn't always have to be about your diapers. So please don't go invest thousands of dollars into cloth <laughs> diapers thinking that it's going to be a magic fix-all. With that being said... <laughs> It fixes a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, it fixes a lot of things that are skin irritants. As long as your, um, your lotions and your bum creams and your body washes and your laundry detergents are all good with the baby's skin, I do find that cloth diapers fix a lot of things. So 
cost. I just mentioned thousands of dollars and I bet a lot of people are like, what the hell? I'm certainly not investing thousands of dollars into diapers. Um, so first you are, if you're using disposable diapers, you are, you are investing that much. Disposable diapers are extremely expensive. Um, a lot of people use the tactic to ask for diapers at a you know, a baby shower, and this will only get you so far. So truly try and do the math of how much you are spending in diapers each week and each month. And now, Bailey, what can we expect for the cost of, of cloth diapers? Okay, you're American, right? Yes, we're in Boston. But we have listeners all over Sorry. the world. Okay. True. But I will, just, I will just think in U.S. dollars for okay. the simplicity yep. of it then. Um, like everything, like disposable diapers, there is an array of price points, right? So you can disposable diaper for really cheap and you can disposable diaper for really expensive, right? You can 15 cents a diaper to upwards of 50 cents a diaper. So cloth diapering is exactly the same. There are families out there who cloth diaper for under $200 and there are cloth families out there who cloth diaper for over a thousand. And this is where coming up with a budget that is comfortable for your family is important that meets your needs. So when you're cloth diapering for under $200, it looks very different than that $1,000 stash. For the most part, when you look at a made in the United States cloth diaper stash that uses natural fiber textiles, you are looking between the $400 to $700 budget for 24 diapers, which is considered a full-size stash. So it's really coming up with what does your family need, how much can your family spend, and what are your needs as a consumer and a child? Do things like organic textiles matter to you? Do things like super simplicity, washing, all these different things. Like what does that important to you? And then finding a cloth diaper retailer who can maybe help you out in that journey because it's so personalized. And I say cloth diaper retailer because even though you can buy diapers on Amazon, a cloth diaper retailer has a much better selection and they have the knowledge that you really need to help you on this journey because cloth diapering is like many things in motherhood, you do need somebody that holds your hand sometimes. Just like a hee-hee. It's a hee-hee of cloth diapering. I love it so much. So you're doing a lot of talking about this brand and that brand and this type and that type. Let's chat tights. How do you know what you're looking at? How do you know what you need? How do you know? Is it a, you know, trial and error? It seems kind of like an expensive trial and error. How do you pick? Yeah, so it is, it's so much trial and error. And it, trying to make it not an expensive trial and error has kind of been something that I've been trying to ponder in over the last couple of months. Now that I've really, uh, my children have potty trained. So now I have like the mental capacity. Well, they're not, uh, so my children are now like toddlers. So I have more mental capacity to think through these things and try to figure out how to help people. But it is, it is overwhelming. And that's why I mentioned earlier, like a cloth diaper retailer can be your best friend is there are groups and there's a lot of information on the internet and you're going to have to make a decision and reach out and find community and find people who can help you with it because everything that I'm hesitant to ever give advice because 
my advice is just my experience and cloth diapering is a wide experience of uses and things that work for me don't work for other people. So really it's about finding somebody you trust and putting some trust in them and helping them help you guide you through it because there are a ton of brands and there's a ton of options out there. And I think you, like I mentioned back, like finding out why you want a cloth diaper can help you find a brand that aligns with you because a lot of these brands are just moms and dads who also have a passion and a vision and they can help you out. I mean, if buying local, buying organic is important, then maybe Smart Bottoms is valuable. But if you don't really care, then maybe you look at a brand like Nikki's, right? So it's so diverse. It's so, I know it's overwhelming. I know. And it is like, just admit that. I don't know what else to say to you. <laughs> I like, love it. So you... Overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. Having a baby can be overwhelming, but it's yeah. conversations like these that are helpful, right? So we're mm -hmm. not letting you run from the overwhelm anymore. You need to do your research. You need to look into call ciphers. If you are feeling that nudge from the universe, from the Lord, from your spirits, from your guides, whoever you turn to, if this is on your mind, look into it. And that's what Bailey and I are here for is to help guide this conversation. So Bailey, what are some different types? Do I know we have like, Okay. Waterproof, yeah. um, newborn, one size, different <clears throat> sizes. What should we know about looking, you know, like 101? So those are the sizes. And then, so there's cloth diaper covers and a cloth diaper cover, you put an absorbency in it. So it can be a pre-fold, a flat or fitted. This tends to be a really good choice if you're on a budget. It also tends to be a really good choice if you like simple. And then there's pocket diapers. And pocket diapers seem to be like the major trend. And a pocket diaper is essentially a diaper with a pocket. And into the pocket, you can put whatever you want. You can put a microfiber insert. You can put a natural fiber insert. You can put a flat, a prefold, whatever. And then there's all-in-one cloth diapers. And this is essentially just a diaper that is all sewn together. One simple thing. You don't have to do any mix matching, just all in one. It sounds easy, but actually a lot of people who have all in one stashes tend to be like, oh, never mind. We're going back to prefolds and covers um, just because they can be longer to dry and they're much more expensive. And then there's all in twos and hybrids. And these tend to be like uh, this, they don't really, they do fit. So an all in one or, or, an all-in-two or a hybrid diaper typically fits into the other categories. They can be a pocket. They can be an all-in-one. They can be a cover. They just work in different ways, and they can be customizable to meet your needs. All-in-twos tend to have natural fiber inserts. They tend to have snap-in inserts, and they work in a variety of ways. And then there is probably fitted cloth diapers is the last one, and fitted cloth diapers is a cloth diaper that needs a cover so it's got snaps sometimes it's got elastics and it's in the shape of a regular diaper that you put on your child they tend to be really ideal for heavy wetters overnights naps as well as people who are really concerned about people who are really concerned about like uh, using just natural fibers on their child people who do that they tend to use uh, fitted diapers because there's no PUL or TPU and then you can pair it with something like a wool cover and you can have a really sustainable cloth diapering choice there because yeah so I think those are probably the five main types and then there's sizes in there and then there's snaps versus hook and loop and then <laughs> there's like different types of textiles right so we can see how there's so many options and trying to find what really resonates in your gut. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Can you go back and explain a little bit more about prefold, flat, and fitted? Those three? Yeah. So a prefold is basically, well, how about we start with a flat? So a flat is like what your grandma might have used. It's a large sheet of cotton, uh, usually 27 by 27 inches, and you fold it to put either on your baby or into a diaper. And flats can, were traditionally made out of cotton, but now we get flats that are made out of hemp. We get flats that are made of bamboo, flats with spandex. And a prefold was an answer to some of the concerns with a flat. People didn't like folding it, so they made a prefold, which is a flat that's been folded into a square or a rectangle shape. And usually it has three panels, a panel with Let's do an example of a panel with four on the outside, eight on the middle, and four on the outside, and you fold it into a pad, so you fold the smaller wings in, or you can fold it onto baby and use a fastener. Most I use it in a pad shape, and then you put it in a diaper cover or you put it in a pocket. So it's just another natural fiber. And then a fitted diaper is something that is in the shape of a diaper. I never really know how to explain a fitted diaper. It's like something if you see it online, you would get it. But it's um, it's a diaper. It's all natural fiber textiles. Well, that's it's all textile. It's not waterproof. Sometimes it has snaps and you snap it onto your baby. And it, uh, it looks like a disposable diaper just made out of textile. With no, It's not waterproof. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, I think that gives everybody a good idea of not only what's out there, but how extensive it can be. Um, so you certainly don't want to be looking into cloth diapering um, a week from your due date. If you're going to make this decision, make sure that you're doing, um, you know, do your research. Otherwise, you need to be open to making mistakes and, um, you know, maybe buying cloth diapers that aren't the best fit for you. And so, Bailey, what do you recommend with people who make mistakes and have the stash? Do you recommend reselling them? Is that something in this community? I see it sometimes on um, Facebook that people are reselling cloth diapers. Um, I know they can be very expensive. So what do you do if you make a mistake and you buy a cloth diaper and find it's not the right fit for you, your family, your baby, whatever? So I would never recommend that you buy 24 of the exact same diapers. So if you're looking into cloth diapers and you haven't bought anything, don't do that. Buy a mix. Buy at least two or three different styles so that you don't have to de-stash 24 cloth diapers. Because the cloth diaper buy and sell market at one point was touted as being very lucrative. But honestly, today, reselling cloth diapers is hard. We've seen a lot of cloth diaper retailers go out of business and a lot of clearance. So when you're trying to sell a diaper, you're really only going to get 50% of your retail back. It's like a card. You take it off the shelf and it's not really there anymore, but it is there and you can get some of your money back. I don't really recommend selling diapers that don't work for you because just because it doesn't work for you today doesn't necessarily mean that when your baby changes shape in a month that it might not fit better. Or maybe you just need a little bit you need to go find somebody in the community who cloth diapers who can help you figure out how to make what you've got work for you right now. Um, just because the buy and sell market, it is there and you can sell them. I'm just going to like, you're not going to get all of your money back unless you're really lucky. Absolutely. I get that a hundred percent. I mean, it sounds like, um, it sounds like a lot of uh, crossover into like birth and pregnancy and just being a mom that if it doesn't work now, don't throw it out of your toolbox. Yeah. 
it might work later. It just means that it's not the right time. Um, so yeah, I mean, this comes up in so many things. Gosh, I do it all the time with my clients. It comes up in potty training. It comes up in introducing solids. Like your timing just might be off. So don't get rid of it. Just keep it for another time. I wanted to circle back, and I guess I should have touched on this when we were doing all the poop talk, um, but I wanted to circle back to cleaning your diapers. I understand that there are services that will come and pick up your diaper, correct? Are these just like laundry services that are dedicated to cloth diapers? They come pick up your diapers, they clean them, and you get your same diapers back? Or is it a service that swaps out diapers every single time, and you're sharing with like a bigger community? Or do you know if they're... Maybe they have varying services. Yes, yeah, so it's a little bit of everything. Uh, each cloth diaper service is going to act differently. Uh, yeah, like there will be some that will clean your diapers for you. We had one here in town that would clean my diapers for me if I wanted to, or they would provide you with the cloth diapers that um, they use. So it really depends on the service. Definitely something to check out and look into if there's a service near you because it can be, uh, it's more expensive, yes, but if things like disposable diapering aren't working for you, it might be a good answer without the stress of washing. Yeah. Absolutely. And for our American listeners, um, for our non-American listeners, I apologize. I haven't done the research in your countries. Um, if you want to connect with me, feel free to, and I'm happy to guide you along this. But for our American listeners, the cost of laundering um, generally ends up being 400 to $600 um, for three years, apparently, is what mm. I find on the internet. So I don't believe that it is... Um, super duper expensive. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to think it's just 27 by 27 pieces of cloth. Um, you're not doing, you know, your whole closet. So certainly look into that. Um, if touching poop and washing, you know, poopy diapers in your, in your washing machine is not the answer for you. It doesn't rule out cloth diapers for your family. That's not a deal breaker. You have options. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of amazing services in the United States. I've definitely met a few on Instagram and they have a ton of resources and information to support you along that journey. That's awesome. This is such a cool community. I um, I got into the cloth diaper community um, just a few months ago, about six months ago, and I have found some really amazing people and um, I, I think I'm so drawn to it because this is a population of mamas who don't take no for an answer. They know that there are other options. Um, and these moms will go to the, the lengths of the world um, to find different options. And for me, it gives me energy. Those are my people. Those are the people that I want to surround myself with. Um, so Bailey, I have just one more question before we talk about where people can find you. What's your favorite thing and your least favorite thing about cloth diapering? So my favorite thing about cloth diapering, like hands down, is the community. And I love supporting small businesses. So I now work for a cloth diaper brand. Uh, I work for Nuggles Designs Canada. And like, I love that. I love that I can be part of the community. I love that they gave me a job. I love that I can just continue that passion and that it is such a small business oriented community. I love working with Cheryl. I love supporting her in all the ways with Nuggles. And my least favorite thing about cloth diapering 
is just like how big and overwhelming it is. Now that I've really kind of spiraled into working with Nuggles, working as a content creator on the web for cloth diapering, is trying to figure out how to make that big overwhelming cloth diaper thing really easy and tangible for everybody as moms is what I hate most because I just don't know how to do it. And it's just really hard. I think that is something that we struggle a lot with just like in women's health in mm-hmm. general. How do we get yes. accessible health care to everyone? How do we get every woman having a doula at their birth? How do we get postpartum services to everybody who has a baby? That's something that America, we're so behind on. Um, Everywhere. I think like it's, those are things that impact women all around the world as being overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Motherhood is, I won't say is, motherhood can certainly be overwhelming. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that boat. So we're here to change that narrative. We're here to make your life simpler and easier and help show you that it does not have to be this way. It does not have to be a constant struggle. Um, We want to help you find your balance. So Bailey, where can people find you if they want to know about your cloth diapers, um, if they wanted to purchase from you, if they wanted your help, if something you said in this episode sparked a question and they have a question for you, where can people connect with you? So I'm at just the Cloth Diaper Podcast, simple everywhere. ClothDiaperPodcast.com is my website. And then I have a Facebook account, Cloth Diaper Podcast, as well as Instagram, Cloth Diaper Podcast. And I am on YouTube and I create daily videos about different things from absorbency testing to brand reviews to we're talking about textiles soon, about how that impacts the environment. And if you're on Twitter, you'll have to find my personal account, Simply Mom Bailey, because that was where I originally started blogging. And yeah, and if you're interested in Nuggles cloth diapers, you can find me there too. I'm always in the Nuggles chat group. Um, But yeah, so many options. I love it. Options, options, options. You guys, this was such a good episode from cloth diaper collectors to what to do with the poop to seeking out a cloth diaper retailer to our biggest questions of sustainability and cost and the help that comes along with it with our kiddos. I hope that we answered all of your questions in today's episode. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with us today. It does not go unnoticed. By showing up for us, you're showing up for yourself. And mama, I see you. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. And I will see you again on Friday. Until then, if you find yourself in a predicament needing to make a choice, you can ask yourself, what would he he do? Hey there, before you go, I wanted to tell you who made today's episode possible. Today's episode is brought to you by The Birth Lounge. If you're looking for a step-by-step guide to navigating pregnancy, preparing for birth, and adjusting to life with a tiny human, then I want to invite you to join The Birth Lounge. I created The Lounge so that parents just like you could connect from all over the world, explore their birth choices, learn from one another, share in support, and learn to navigate life with a new baby. In the lounge, you have access to weekly calls with me, 10 training modules on how to prepare for childbirth, and a warm community that's really more like an online hug. 
The birth lounge dives into each and every birth choice that you may encounter so you can go into birth confidently and ready to take control of your labor. You will learn to master your mindset so that you can avoid birth trauma and achieve your ideal birth. This is access to experts to help answer your biggest and scariest questions all about childbirth so that you can go in calm and confident. There are resources in the birth lounge for packing your birth bag, pain relief during labor, the best birth positions, how to effectively push, ways to prepare your body for labor, postpartum healing, feeding your tiny human, introducing a bottle, storing breast milk, and so much more. For more information or to gain access to The Birth Lounge, please visit thebirthlounge.com. I can't wait to see you in the lounge. You deserve a calm and confident birth. Nothing in this podcast is to be used as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. As always, please consult your healthcare provider with any questions or concerns you have about your health or anything discussed in this podcast. Side effects may include educated adults, informed decision-making skills, and consensual care. Tranquility by Hee and the Birth Lounge are not responsible for any ideal births that were created with this podcast. The birth parent deserves all the credit. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I truly do value this community, and I love hanging out with you. If you found today's episode helpful, share it with a friend. Share it with someone who might also find this information helpful. I'd love to hear what you have to say and read your sweet words on iTunes. You can leave us a review and this helps get this information into the hands of parents who might also benefit from hearing it. If you're interested in joining The Birth Lounge, you can go to thebirthlounge.com. Our blog is linked there. You can find all sorts of free information as well as how to get your access to The Birth Lounge. You can always hang out with me on Instagram as well, at Tranquility by Hehe. Until then, stay educated, stay supported, stay confident.